Ruffle After Dark, expired Root Beer Fago Edition. <laughs> KT, what's going on? What's going on? Friday Night Edition too. Real, real late. Real late. Ten forty-one in the uh, Lord's time zone. Yeah, well, t- well, ten forty-one. We're like two days late, man. There's just there's a lot going on tonight. A lot going on. You know, better late than never, right? I, what's Daniel gonna do? He uh, he said he normally listens to it before Thursday night football and kind of gets everything ready. I mean, uh, I apologize a lot about the lateness of the pod. Last week could not have been avoided. This week, I had the one, the the single conference of the year that I am vastly uh, responsible for. Yeah. And Wednesday night, late night pod was just not going to happen. No, no. And I didn't get home from an Uber cab <laughs> until 1 a.m. last night. That was so not, that was that. not going to happen. <laughs> right, right. I'm surprised, so, you're still, I'm surprised you're still upright right now. I, I did a lot of karaoke, but I didn't drink as much as you'd think. Okay. So I, I felt good today. I got, got some work done. That's overrated. Well, <laughs> that is true. But we we did have a lot to do this week. But Yeah. Yeah, so we... We're late. We apologize. Yeah, I don't apologize. But unlike, unlike fun with numbers, you know, we don't miss a week. We do not miss a week. <laughs> Straight, just shade being thrown at <laughs> Natron, and, and Natron. he's way bigger than me, so he should don't don't hate me for that. That was just. Just a, a straight shot. So you're trying catching random strays on the pod. I do have to say that I I, I do think that while we have a, a, a what I would consider a four to five star podcast, according to the people that have rated it on Apple Podcasts, <laughs> nice. Um, except for I believe Brett. Fuck Brett, who yeah. gave us a low rating. Um, fuck Brett. <clears throat> yeah, fuck Brett. Um, like. I do believe the skyrocketing piece of content in our league is is Doug's power rankings. Yes, I, I will say I, I do enjoy that quite a bit. Um, I did enjoy Natron. I the fun over. Like, I feel like he's really been on point with the fun with numbers this this year though as well too. So uh, kudos to both of them. So I just it's fun to see additional content being brought out every week. So I agree. I'm waiting for Adrian to start. Writing his <laughs> sticky notes of the week. <laughs> oh, Adrian, Adrian, Adrian. Or his pull tab plays of the week. There you go. Well, is it pull tabs or is it uh, his, uh, what is it, the golf game? Um, golden Go- tea of the tea. week. Yes. I played some golden tea yesterday. Yeah. I sucked. <laughs> so it's like normal golf then. That's not accurate. <laughs> no, I know. Yeah, we 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 had a week. KT. Yeah, you owe me one Fago. I <laughs> I do owe you one. Or, well, you, well, you, wait, you, wait. You owe me one less no, Fago. No, no, you owe me one Fago. Why? I owe a Fago. This is someone else. Yeah, but coming into the week, you owed me two Fagos, so you're only down to one Fago. Yes, no, but. 
we're talking about the week's oh the Net week's Fago. Week. Yeah, yeah. The, this week, yes. I mean, you're right. Yes, you're... I understand. I still owe you a Fago. Okay. Yeah. Um. And as I predicted, actually, I think on the podcast that if I made the trade that Baker and I were talking about making, that I would probably lose my butt. But if I didn't make the trade, that Baker would win. And so Natron actually texted me because I I texted him earlier in the week like congrats I just you know I just saved you, you know, kind of jokingly and he's like I'm like you probably win anyways right well he sent, it was like late Sunday night he sent me a text and was like I did the, so I did the math and basically that trade that you made with Baker allowed me to win otherwise I would have lost but not only would he have lost he would have lost on the tiebreaker which is which was the free Fago giveaway <laughs> that you gave where you said, I don't think it was an expired reviewer. I think you just were like, I'll give, you know, I'll send Baker a, Oh, it's going to be an expired, uh, your Fago. Fago. But you were like, yeah, I'll, I'll send Baker a Fago, uh, repair one. If, uh, if Kyle Pitts happens to outscore Dak Prescott this weekend, lo and behold, like, so that just would have been like, like if I wouldn't made a trade, I would have lost. So there is that. Right. But, like for you to not only lose the Fago bet on the free giveaway, but also lose our bet, Fago bet because it wasn't gonna of, happen because it wasn't of the, gonna happen because of the tiebreaker. Like that would have just been epic. So I'm kind of I'm kind of sad that I made the trade and it caused that to go down the way it did. But um, I'll take the win, I guess. So well, it will definitely be an expired Rupert Fago. Unless I can find a worse flavor. <laughs> You're welcome, Baker. So there's that. Um but I will I will enjoy my getting creeping one closer on the uh total soda pop bet over under. Yeah, we're going so the wrong way there. It, is it is it plus one you right now? I, I we'll have to go to the scoreboard with Doug. But I think the official scoreboard is plus one me. It should be plus two going back to the one it's, where. It's plus one you and I owe Baker uh, expired root beer Fago. Yes, that is true. Okay. <clears throat> so we might have to build one more in for Baker this week <laughs> so I can get back to even. We'll see. All right. Well, week five is in the books. Before we get to into the uh the week five stuff let's just talk about real quick what are you drinking tonight i might need a long kt pause okay because after the dfs nfl meeting that never ended that never fucking ended which is why we're talking at 11 o'clock and we just started yeah I don't know if I told you though. Um, I do have Doug set up on the website. Nice. That I believe is well, it's for free for sure. I don't know if it's going to get caught or not, but <laughs> he's getting all all the content. And if you want said DFS content, I will do my damnedest to get you hooked up. So. Sweet. So you, but you got to hook me up, uh, or you got to hit me up to do that. So, uh, and you know, with Jimmy. You only play showdown, uh, showdown PGA, like that's literally what our uh, our site was like built on. So get, I'll get you on the Discord, and you will get more gooder. 
More gooder. Uh, more gooder. Um, okay. We were talking about the, what you were drinking, and you said I might need a long KT pause. Oh, I do. Circle yes. back. <laughs> I do. I Yes, circle, circle back on that. <laughs> I am drinking just a Jack and Coke and uh, in a Yeti cup, and it's empty right now. And I do need to, like, which one of these games are you going to talk the most profoundly on? Because then I'll run upstairs and make a quick one. Um, let's see here. Let's Not our me... game, because I need to, like, shit on you. Yeah, well, I mean, but that's, like, the previews at the end, right? So, Oh, uh, that's true. <laughs> uh, so, well, I, I will I will let you start talking about you versus fuck Brett. And well, then we can't I'm do gonna... that. We can't do that. We have, we have to go in order. We always have I know, order. but that's when I'm saying. Oh, I'll, go get, I'll go get okay. my, my cocktail when, when, when we start talking about you versus Brett because okay. I expect you to fillet yourself on, <laughs> on, on your on your results this week. So Yes. Uh, All right. Get there. Um, <laughs> yeah, so starting off like we always do with Natron versus his opponent, which this week was Baker. Uh, I think we talked a little bit about this, right? Baker would have won had he been able to substitute in one Josh Jacobs and take out one Jaden Reed from his lineup. Um <sighs> Yeah, Green Bay didn't look very good. No, they did not. They but did, they did. Devonta Smith scored the same amount of points. He did. He, <laughs> that that is true. Actually, Jaden Reed had one more yard uh, reception wise. But um, no, I mean we don't you know, play no fractional fucking league. No, Natron. <laughs> uh, no, I mean he does what he does every week. I feel like he puts up over a hundred, except for the week he plays me, and I still can't get it done. Um. His quarterback situation is kind of a mess right now with you know Deshaun Watson having some sort of like I don't want to play anymore because I got two hundred thirty million guaranteed. Um, Dak Prescott kind of missing his formal offensive coordinator, who's now with the Chargers, I believe. And Cedar Stouts looked looked really really good all year, except for the week that Deshaun finally decides to play him against Houston, Atlanta. I mean, sorry. <laughs> Um, he does look good. Yeah. Uh, Raheem Mostert had a below average game, but A-Chan got hurt. What, did A-Chan get hurt during this game? Was, was it during the game or yeah. was it before? The, yeah, so he got he hurt got during hurt. the game. He got hurt during the game. Yeah. I feel like last week was a long, long time ago. Um, Joel Mixon's been mad, but, you know, 12 points isn't terrible. Karen Williams kind of came back down to earth from his 2060 score against me. Fuck Karen Williams. Um, Tajay Spears, Tyreek doing Tyreek. I mean, and then Kelsey doing Kelsey things, right? So, Natron, like I said, doing what he normally does. Uh, Baker, Mahomes, a little bit of a down week. David Montgomery is going to be the RB1 this year, it looks like. Jonathan Taylor had like four carries, I guess six technically, but just kind of getting eased back in there. And Zach Moss was looking like vintage Jonathan Taylor this week. So, uh, George Kittle blowing up and, um, uh, you know, he that's what Kittle does, right? Like he has like two or three games of like no points and then blows up for a big game and then goes back and has no points for a couple of games and he'll blow up again. So great for best ball, but not for having to set a, a, a regular lineup, right? So um I don't know if there's much else to say in this game. So Baker just didn't have enough to get it done. And it, except for the fact that if he wouldn't have made the trade with me. So Yeah, I mean it, like it's funny that Kyle Pitts' best best week ever <laughs> was as his uh, tiebreaker. 
and it happened to win. So I hope you uh, make a root beer float out of that expired root beer fago. All right, I'm gonna start talking about my game with Brett. All right, you're gonna I'm gonna run upstairs cocktail. and get my cocktail. I will be right. right back. I will be here talking. Fuck to Brett. I'll be right back. Fuck Brett. <laughs> um, yeah. So my game versus Brett, I would say, started off looking really grim. Um, you know, I, I, I think, uh, you know, early on on Sunday, I think I was sexing. Uh, Dave and I was I think I had like sixty nine points and you know Brett was up over ninety or whatever it was eighty nine something like that and I looked at it, I was just gonna get decimated going into that Monday night game and then uh, first half of that game was terrible um, and then Josh J- well then I actually think Jacoby Myers caught a couple balls scored a touchdown Dave texted me he's like should I stop watching I'm like no like you know from the point he started watching on uh, things started to turn around so. Um, but yeah, so Brett, uh, puts up over a hundred, just not enough, uh, this week. I think he would have beat every, a lot of other teams, not every other team I should say, but he would have beat a lot of other teams this week. It was a higher scoring week, but, uh, his running backs, including Tony Pollard, Matt Breda, uh, just didn't really get it done. Devante only four targets and four receptions and kind of a down week for him. Uh, I was really, really worried. Like I said, after his, his his wide receiver core of Thielen, you know, who just isn't slowing down with 24 points, Ridley getting 16 in that Sunday morning, really morning game in London, Gabe Davis scoring a touchdown, I think for like the fourth straight week. Yeah. The fourth straight week, which is great for Gabe Davis. Uh, Darren Waller, nice. Darren Waller uh, being vintage Darren Waller with the eight receptions for 86 yards, but then promptly going back on the injury report with a, a groin this week. So, uh, you know, you love to see that, I guess. Um, I did yeah. make some money on Gabe Davis as my captain's touches. as my captain slot. Oh, in that Sunday morning Jack, uh, yes. that Sunday morning London game. Yes, I did. Nice. Um, yeah, for me, uh, I was hoping you know Christian Watson would have done a little more on that Monday night game. He had that one real long reception where he got horse collar tackled before he. Uh, as that he was some bullshit. Yeah. Um, Nice to see that Jono Smith kind of continued his, you know, six for 60. I mean, getting me 10 points, I'll take it from the tight end position, which has been kind of a vast wasteland this year. Uh, Goff, you know, I'm Goff was the last second switch, right? I had Garoppolo in for, for up literally up until I think two minutes before kickoff. And I was like, F that I'm going to put Goff in. He's at home. He, like his home and road splits are ridiculous. I think he's been an RB, a QB one in his career, like once on the road versus at home like it's just dumb his road versus home split so um i put him in at the last second and that paid off handsomely with uh with 22 points josh jacobs like i said the big trade that i made with baker uh was instrumental in in this win pacheco having another solid game you know uh 12 points not you know not fantastic with a touchdown you'd hope for a little more than 12 with a td but uh, i'll take it jacoby myers just continues to crush with uh, Jimmy Jesus quarterback. Uh, I like seeing Addison scoring a touchdown again. I don't like seeing Justin Jefferson get hurt. It's good for my Addison shares, but bad for my Viking fandom. So I'll take the fandom over the, the fantasy shares at this point in time. So you guys are much better off selling Kirk Cousins to anyone available 
tanking the fuck out of this season. Trying to get Caleb Williams. And going from there. Like, Jefferson should be on IR the rest of the year. Well, and, I, you know, I saw some people say, like, you know, is he going to go on IR? And then if we're, you know, because it's four games for now, the Vikings are, what, one and four, one and five, one and four right now? Mm-hmm. Right? So if they ended up one in, if they're, like, two, two and eight or one and nine at that point, like, there's no the point. Tank you know? the fuck. You right? guys, like, you guys, I, like I said, as a Packer fan, I've had a Hall of Fame quarterback the last three thousand years, <laughs> right? Yep. So I don't know shit about fuck, but I will tell you that the teams that go from top to bottom to top to bottom get get that top pick, and and the the like the Vikings' biggest problem is that they're eight and eight every fucking year. Yeah, I mean we were a. a, a a fraudulent thirteen and four last year. You know, we just well, we were on the right side of luck in a lot of one score games. And that and that brings me to my next point is remember how lucky Brett was getting last year? Yes. He was fantastic with his luck last year. And he's getting the opposite. Yeah. He's he, getting yeah. he's getting fucked compared to what he should be at right now. Yeah. Despite the whole tagline of this podcast. Yes. Like he should be Three and two, two and three, yep. somewhere in there, and he's yeah. getting just crushed. I but... will say, I think the the not to say that Natron hasn't put up points. Don't get me wrong, right? But like the person that I feel like has gotten the luckiest, and it'll be a little bit of a preview as we start talking through maybe his schedule and who he plays this week. But um, Natron's kind of, I think he's taken over the the crown of kind of that luck be a lady tonight, you know, for, uh, from Brett from last year. So, um, he has a down week. Was it last week or whatever it was against me and still pulls out a win to stay undefeated. So, uh, I make a trade with Baker and it ends up helping him to win. And as you'll see, as we talk through here in a minute, when we, like I said, we get to the previews, I'll have a little more to talk about Natron and his, his luck this year. So, mm-hmm. all right. I think we're on to me and versus fucking Dan. <laughs> oh, Dan, 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 Dan. Um, woof. <laughs> woof. Uh, I'm feeling better and better every day about the Ramondre Stevenson trade I made with Dano. Um, I will take him back, Dano, if you want to get rid of him. Uh, I know you said you don't like to, you know, to buy a high and sell low, but uh, I'm willing to give you something for him. So there's that. Um, let's see here. You, Lamar, just Lamar. What is going on, dude? Like he's been crushing it. Well, and then in a smash. Did you watch that game at all? Uh, well, I saw that they had fourteen thousand drops. I saw. I didn't watch the game. I saw the highlights, or I should it, say the low, the lowlights. It was fucking ridiculous. There was. Like, I think Zay, there was a. Zay Flowers should have had uh, nine catches for one hundred and seventy yards. And Andrews should have had a touchdown that he dropped in the end zone. Bateman dropped a touchdown in the end zone. Aguilar dropped a I don't, ball. I don't expect them to catch those. Yeah. Well, I expect those guys <laughs> to catch those, right? But it was fucking ridiculous. So I appreciate DJ Moore, um, like, 30, 20, 10, right? 
I mean, on on Thursday. <laughs> I thought you said you had a. I thought you said you had a mute button today. <coughs> I got I got to it at the end there. Sorry. Um. That yeah. Sorry for everybody that had to suffer through that. But it was it was very good. Um. In terms of um. Like, getting three fourths of. Dano score from one guy. Yeah, I mean, you basically need to send DJ more like one of those like edible arrangements or something like that for his performance this week because he he definitely saved you. So <laughs> DJ Moore is not getting an edible arrangement. <laughs> DJ, DJ Moore is getting like a a, a nine foot sculpture made out of uh, chocolate of nice. DJ Moore. It's gonna be of him. So he's gonna say on behalf of. Backfield by committee, BBC. Yeah, our, our thanks. Um, but yeah, no, Dano just can't get it going. Um, I know the feeling because I felt like up until this week when my team actually put up some points, I've kind of been in that same boat as Dano, where you just, no matter what lineup combination you start, you just can't pick the right one, or the players just aren't performing. So, um, you, you need to hope your squad. I mean, you scored 100 points, right? But you can't expect to get 41 from a player every week. So uh, I hope your squad performs just as admirably outside of the DJ Moore as they did this week, as, you know, for this coming week. Uh, but we'll get to that in that prediction as well. So Upset of the week. Upset of the week. I know <laughs> I was talking to Dave this week. Uh, it was, I don't think it might have been yesterday or today. And he's, he's like, yeah, you're going to predict me to – be a lock to winning in this week because that was awesome. Thanks for that. Uh, <laughs> um, Adrian didn't have a zero in his lineup to win, but he did have two one point players. Like, <laughs> I don't know which is worse, the one zero or the two ones, but uh, either way, to have that in your lineup and win, you have to be pretty thankful for that. So, neither team really did a whole lot. Josh Allen was Josh Allen. Um, DeAndre Hopkins had a good game against a bad indie defense, but couldn't score. Still put up a decent number. Marquise Brown's been pretty hot. I was looking at him. Like I think, other than week one, he's put up double digits every week. So he's been he's been solid. And then uh, Cole Komet didn't completely crash and burn after his his big week against the worst defense in football. So that was good. So um, I, I DFS note as well. This week I did a Josh Dobbs stack. Okay. That's With, gross. Yeah, but I won $400. Oh, nice. <laughs> uh, I did a Josh Dobbs stack with uh, Marquise Brown and ran it back with Jamar Chase. That's a good run back. That was a good run back. Hey, very. <laughs> We're about to get to Doug's I was gonna say matchup. Preview for Doug's matchup here in a minute. Yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. So I did a, <laughs> and the the fucked up thing was, um, my other guys in that lineup were all smashing, every one of them. I had Diggs, I had Chase, I had, God damn it, what else did I have? I did not have Josh Allen, but, um, I had Dobbs, and he had two. He had a touchdown in the first. Uh, he had two touchdowns in the first quarter. Yes, and then he did. Fuck all. <laughs> and so I didn't win a couple of my uh, things with him, 
but I did win the website listener league. So I did win 200 bucks just in one contest. That's nice. That'll work. That'll play. <clears throat> and then, and then I won enough that it added up to 400 or so bucks. So <clears throat> it was very good. And Josh Dobbs, Sam Cassell, alien ass looks, uh, welcome to the winner's circle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, Basically, Dave got destroyed by <coughs> both Richardson and James Conner getting hurt, right? I mean, at the end of the day, if Richardson, yeah. he was blowing up early in that game if he didn't, you know, destroy his shoulder for the rest of his life. Um, and then Conner, I don't know, Conner, the run that he got hurt on, I saw the replay of it, like, very inconspicuous. Like, you would have never assumed he got hurt on that run for the most part, right? But, mm-hmm. uh did something i don't know if i don't know if i even saw the official like i know what they said his knee but like i never saw was heard was like was it an mcl was it a pcl was you know what was it that that he hurt right but um you know to go on the ir for from that run just it didn't seem like it was a run that should have done that so um because i mean swift had another good solid game Diggs was great cooper cup i mean eight catches 118 back first game off the off the ir didn't get in the end zone that would have helped him kirk had a solid game um nico and evan ingram kind of fell flat as well so a uh, little surprising that uh um day wasn't able to pull it out but again those those injuries injuries killed him so yep good job adrian on the way to Jimmy getting fucking oh. spanked. Jimmy would have scoring been... one ten and, and losing by sixty three. Yeah, that's yeah. that's Jimmy luck right there, right? So, Jimmy, um, if you're listening, our condolences. There, there are positive things. Uh, yeah, I mean Jalen Hurts has been fantastic. Uh, AJ Brown's been really, really good. To get twenty from Logan Thomas on a on a Thursday night streamer for a tight end, like that was looking great to start. Right. Um, I mean, his biggest dud was four points from James Cook, who, you know, against a good Jacksonville defense, that was tough. Um, so my favorite part about this shellacking is if, is if, is if Zach Moss got started. <laughs> oh, like manager efficiency rating, Doug one hundred, like a hundred percent, is quite literally almost two hundred points and shattering all records. And that's not even like I know manager efficient efficiency rating is like kind of bullshit. Right. But like Zach Moss getting started is not that far out of the realm. Right. I mean, but who you know he would have. Does he bench him over Jill McLaughlin? McLaughlin? You know what I mean? Like who would he have? Because he's not going to play. You're not gonna play Zach Moss over the low score CD Lamb, right? Like that just right. probably, that wasn't gonna yeah. happen, right? So, I mean, he would have gained another 16 points, which actually would have given him enough points to beat Dave all time record of 183. So, Dave was texting me at one point during this game, and he, you know, the, during the day on Sunday, he's like, "I think Doug's gonna get to 200. Like, I think he's gonna break my 183 record." So, uh. CD just couldn't get it done for him. Uh, but having Jamar and ETN on the same team with, I mean, even, I mean, with all the other guys, that's ridiculous. But I mean, even if Jamar, like Chris McCaffrey had a down Chris McCaffrey week, right? Like mm-hmm. he had down, seven points lower than his previous low for the year. So, um, you know, CD 
you know, he's been every other this week, but CD hasn't been the best this year. What's going on with CD? Oh, I guess it's, like, we talked about Dak. It's Mike McCarthy. Great. Well, yeah, it's the loss of their OC. Um, Mike McCarthy. Yeah. Is the reason. Well, yeah. Like, if you want to find a reason why your teams are, your players are doing like shit, like, work your way back to Green Bay. <laughs> <laughs> some shitty coaches going through there with some Hall of Fame players to be mediocre teams. So, all oh, right. Yeah. Uh, Robbie and Maddie. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, a little I'm gonna tee you up for this because I gotta uh, spend another 20 seconds AFK. Okay. So, A chain is now dead, but oh boy, did Robbie score! Yeah, I'm Robbie. I, I kind of talked with him about how, uh, you know, early on, I think in the year I thought he might have the you know, the team to beat um, in our division, even with, you know, how good Jimmy's looking, but, you know, Jimmy Luck, right? I mean, that's kind of one of the factors you have to, to play in there. Um, you know, Fields is starting to turn it around again like he did at last year where he had a shitty kind of first couple of games of the year, and now he's put in back-to-back fantastic performances, at least from a fantasy perspective. Brees Hall had the match dream matchup against Denver. HN is been fantastic when he can stay healthy, but that's looking further and further and few between right now. Uh, Laporta looked, he only had three catches, but two of them for TDs. Um, so overall, just a solid, solid week from Robbie Drake London showing a pulse with six for 78. You know, double digits. I mean, granted, he's barely hitting double digits, but double digits in three of five thus far this this year. So, uh, positives there. Robbie Rishi Rice is kind of starting to kind of turn around a little bit and and looking solid. Uh, he looks. I mean, we'll get to Thursday night's game this week, but he looks explosive there. So, mm-hmm. um, Maddie, Maddie, Maddie. Yeah, his team. Oh, man, with Justin Jefferson getting hurt, at least, at least he's getting Amon Ra back. Um, but ouch, yeah, Sanders is hurt now. Uh, Derek Henry just hasn't been the Jones this year, dead. yeah. Zay Jones has been nursing that, uh, he's out injury. this week. Yeah, and Ra's back though, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, but I mean, yeah, so Delvin Cook isn't the same player, Derek Henry's not the same player. Um, just not a lot of positives right there, right now, unfortunately, for Maddie, even though he's three and two. Um, I, I definitely think that's one of those arrows that's kind of trending downward uh, versus, you know, like Robbie, who might be trending upwards a little bit, even with the loss of HN. So, agreed. <clears throat> All right. All right. Standings. Standings. I have not made division names, but we're still not going to talk about this. Um, so, Natron, 5 0. <laughs> The rest, the rest of the league fairly slogged together. Yeah, a couple of one and four teams with Buck Brett and F minus. Um, although you know, Brett will tell you that he's got you know probably one of the best starting lineups when everybody's healthy with Saquon back. So uh, definitely sure, not a one and four team. The fact that he sucks. That team blows. The um, Giants, not. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, oh my god, they oh. the <laughs> Giants are so bad. Woof. Oh my god. They're, they're and they're on they're on primetime again this, this week. So get fucking Sunday, ready. is it sun is it Sunday night? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> oh 
Gross. And and Daniel Jones is out. Like yes, they and are. The, I'm going to bed early Sunday. Is what we're trying to say. They uh, I saw something today on Twitter talking about their O line this week too. Where um, if if Evan Neal is out because he's questionable with an ankle, I guess that and he's been terrible anyways. But um, they don't have an NFL caliber tackle on the lineup. They have they're actually they just signed a guy a tackle who couldn't make the Jets starting lineup and the Jets offensive line has been kind of bad the last couple of years but uh, they signed him to play tackle this week off the practice squad or onto the practice squad just in hopes of like having a semi warm body to play so it, I mean it could be like bad 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 this week for the for the uh, Giants so there's that. Bad, bad, bad is not the fucking podcast title. Oh, absolutely it is. <clears throat> Gross. Um, <clears throat> so, we have one, two, three, four, five, three and two teams. This is very interesting. One, two, three, four. Two and three teams. Two and three teams. But there was... This if only... you'd have said "fuck Brett" and "f minus" were the uh, one and four teams to start the year, what, what, what... like what would the odds have been on that in the in the betting community? Right? <laughs> like I would have to say that would have been pretty low for those. I think the so. season total of wins for Adrian might have been right around two, so he's right there. By the way, zero and three in our division, just fucking teabagging <laughs> your division. <laughs> Well, and there is only one team that is currently under 400 points. <coughs> there's one team that's right at 400, but there's only one team in the league that's under 400 points right now. And it's and, and that team is? Guy. That's this guy. Yeah, um, not good, Bob. Yeah, considering it's been five weeks, and I'm one of four teams in the past that has put up 403 games. Um, Not good, Bob. Not good. Well, we have two teams in the 580-plus game or in the uh, club. Yeah, I didn't even see it. I mean, I mean like, like, I know when you score 170 points, you make a lot of ground or whatever it is. But, right. like, <laughs> holy shit, for dudding out and then going three in a row. Um, oh, boy. Like, um. Let's just be glad we got those those two early ones out of the way for for uh, no shit. We don't need to talk about Dave's persuasive texts. So, <laughs> all right, uh, power rankings really quick. So we got Natron at five and zero, which makes a lot of sense. Uh, then we have Doug at the five the five ninety man climbing back up at three and two. Yeah, indeed. Um, Dave at three and me at four <laughs> and then Brad at five and then fuck Brad at one and four at <laughs> just, just getting ruined by, uh, the reverse good luck charm from this yep. year to last year. And then there's, you know, Jimmy at six with his usual bad luck at two and three, uh, Robbie kind of probably where it should be, maybe up a little higher, but, uh, and then Maddie, who again, decent amount of points, but Arrow just pointing down right now with with his injuries that he's been 
facing along with uh, some of his aging veterans. So uh, Adrian and then F minus and then Baker and then myself right where, right where I belong. So, yeah. And, and, and I would say like one of the, my favorite things to sort by is schedule and like who has the easiest and the hardest schedule. Mm-hmm. Not, yeah, like, well, now that I look at it a little bit, like, Natron beating the shit out of everybody fucks over that schedule, so. Yes, it does a little bit. I was just going to say, like, Adrian's schedule has been easier <laughs> than you guys, so, um, yeah, there's that. Yes. All right, um, trades this week. You happen to be involved. I do. Surprise! 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 Um, yeah, I mean, I made a couple of what three deals this week. Um, I hate your deals, but go ahead. Uh, let's see. I actually love my deals. Um. Not really, but one of them I liked. The other two are just fine, whatever. Uh, see, Tyler Algier and Traylon Burks in a third for Deontay Johnson in a sixth. Um, I feel like Algier has not been the same back he was last year. Traylon Burks' knees apparently are made out of jello. So to pick up Deontay, who love him or hate him, he gets a lot of targets every year, right? So all I can ask for is you know some guys that are getting some opportunity and uh, he's still, you know, he's not old, he's not young, but, uh, you know, some would say maybe in the prime. So uh, I was happy with that deal. Might have overpaid for the next one. Uh, Charbonnet, Jaden Reed, a first and a second for Josh Jacobs. Uh, May have overpaid. Well, when you look at it, I mean, Jacobs is still 25 or 26, so he's. I, I think he's going to get another contract. I think he'll have a couple more years in him. Um just and he does everything right. He catches the ball, he runs the ball, scores touchdowns. Um, Charbonnet, I'm assuming you offered that, I did. Oh, 100%. I did. It did. So it, I but need it, a text, I need a text from Baker, and I need that to say exactly how many seconds he waited before he had accept. I told you it took him like two days to make the decision to accept that deal, even still. So, um, but again, I mean, Charbonnet has looked good, but. The run game, just in general, for Seattle's looked good, and he's not getting a ton of opportunities. He's seen his his snap shares go up, and he's got a few more targets. But um, you know, translating that into three, four, and five points just isn't getting it done right now. Jaden Reed, once uh, Christian Watson came back, uh, I was skeptical of him kind of continuing on with his you know the tour. You know, he had five, eight, and seven targets early on. And then since Watson's been back, you know, just five and two targets, um, you know, the first round pick for Brett looking like it could be an early pick. So that could be, you know, a downfall of mine um, for those picks. But, you know, for Josh Jacobs, who, uh, you know, has put up, you know, it could, took him a couple of weeks to kind of get back into shape, but putting up, you know, 10, 24 and 18 points so far, um, and the rest of their his schedule for the rest of the year, uh, I'll take it. So, uh, 
sometimes you got to, you know, to get running backs to this league is so, so hard. Like, it's just so hard to right. get a running back, right? So you're not getting them. You're not getting a running back on the cheap in this league, unfortunately. So that's why I say I may have overpaid a little bit, but in order to actually get a running back in this league, you kind of have to. Um, yeah. And then the last one, Kadarius Tony, uh, for a second round pick. I feel like he's a flyer. I mean, he's got a ton of talent. Can he stay healthy? They seem to scheme him touches in Kansas City, right? I mean, he runs like 30% of the routes, but he also gets like a 30% target share on his routes that he runs. So, um, Spoiler alert for, uh, you know, the upcoming preview. But, you know, he did pan out for me this week somewhat. I mean, he didn't put up a ton of points, but uh, he didn't get me just a one. So we'll get there. Yeah. Because with bye weeks, I was forced to play him this week against you. So <clears throat> we'll talk about that. Yep. Uh, let's see here. Any other trade? Oh, there was the KJ Osborne in a fifth run pick for... A fourth. A fourth. Um, okay, a free. Basically, and I mean, you know, you can't predict injuries, but seeing Justin Jefferson go down, like that's a steal for Adrian at this point in time now. So, And that is a rare in-season emperor trade. I think Doug's the only one that's ever done it, but he's done it like three times now. Just let me give you some fucking picks. Take one of my guys. Get a pick. Yeah, it's interesting. All right, waiver wire. Um, surprise! I didn't do anything. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I I took a flyer on Dulcich, uh, just because he was kind of hyped coming into the season and early before he hurt his hammy. He uh, had a couple targets early in that game, and then he hurt his hammy. Um, Spoiler alert, he hurt his hammy in his first game back again, so I'll be dropping his <laughs> ass probably. <laughs> uh, I picked up Gino for $0, and then I did bid $25 on Keontae Ingram, but did not get him as Maddie went 45 I was looking to handcuff my demarcado with you, one Keontae you guys Ingram. guys forget that Keontae Ingram fucking sucks, right? Well, <laughs> He does, but he was the uh, like quote, Salman Ahmed should have been forty dollars in comparison to Keontae Ingram. I am, I am actually kind of happy with my zero dollar Chris Brooks pickup, just because with the way that uh, running backs seem to go down and get hurt in that Miami uh, offense, uh, in that scheme, um, he's the actually one running back that's kind of built like a brick shit house at six foot one, like two twenty five. So. Um, and if he's if he's the backup this week, like I need to get some intel to know if like Ahmed is playing this week or not. But if Ahmed's not playing, he's or, playing. Well, he's yeah, I think he's in there. But um, if he's active or not active or whatever, if he, if the if the talk is that Brooks is going to be the primary backup this week, I might play Brooks over the line of Demarcado, just because that's how bad Carolina's rush defense is, and I can see. Uh, this being a blowout situation where they give Chris Brooks like the whole fourth quarter and maybe he puts up 100 yards and a touchdown just in the fourth quarter alone. So, yeah, that's not going to happen, but that's fine. Chris Brooks is not. Do we need to sort of pop at this? We, we might have to go back to that one. That's a potential one. You, I think 
Chris Brooks is not going to score a hundred points in the or a hundred yards in the fourth quarter. I'm not saying it's very likely. I'm just saying it's it's possible. But fucking take the bet, you goddamn bitch. <laughs> no, that that's is not preposterous. He had 66 yards against the the Broncos defense. I will give two. you 38.5 yards in the fourth quarter as the line. For Chris Brooks. <laughs> I'm almost tempted to take that. We'll, we'll do it all in this one. Okay. All right. But uh, so, yeah. So, Kante Groom went for 45. Brett scooped up the new backup to Saquon Barkley and Eric Gray for $7. And then Baker picked up Ahmed for uh, $6. And then Baker. The they better part is, is Odell got dropped again. <laughs> yes, Odell got dropped. Like the seventh again. time this year. I should pick him up and start him against you this week because he's like one guy that might actually be able to catch the ball for the... It'll be nerfed from the fact that I'm starting two Baltimore uh, pass catchers. So. Well, but then the one that actually catches the ball will be the one that does well and this is on the waiver wire this week. Odell doesn't, doesn't catch shit except for COVID, so... <laughs> All right, uh predictions. Uh Robbie's version. All right, let's take a look at what Robbie had to say. Um yeah. first Maddie. Well, first of all, he was three and three last week, right? So another five hundred week uh for Robbie. Still up. Still up. Still looking good at nineteen and eleven overall. So um but yeah, so Natron versus Maddie. Um, I think you're talking about he lost Maddie and he gets a five and on Nate, so he's got Nate winning by fifteen. Um, Brett versus the Emperor, and just kind of talks about 173 points for for Doug. Um, Brett came off a tough loss to me, and he thinks that Doug has another big week and beats up on Brett. I, and then the the marquee matchup of the week, me versus you, podcast versus podcast. Uh, <laughs> uh, I did sneak out a big win on Monday night. It's going to be emergency pod on Tuesday. <laughs> Instead of all this late shit, it's going to be a Tuesday pod if I lose. I, I, I haven't looked at our matchup to see if we have any like Sunday night or Monday night games because there might have to be like an emergency like Sunday or Monday night pod to see like who, like live stream how uh how it's going for those last games depending on who's winning or losing so um but he's got you no i mean i have i have monday night guys because i i I have keenan allen oh yeah yeah yeah. i like that if if you're up we might have to monday night live pod that we might that would be solid that would be solid um he's got you winning We'll get to that in a little bit. Um, By the Adrian, way, I'm saving all of my money this week in DFS for Monday Night Football. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dallas at, at the Chargers. Fuck yeah. yeah. I did. I've, I, I saw something. So I, I actually put a small underdog uh, pick them um, on having who uh, what's the guy that Deonta Foreman 
having more than six and a half receiving yards this week. And then I have uh, receiving yards. Yes. Well, fuck. He's the only guy to start. Right. And then uh, I think I had Jordan. I paired it with Jordan Addison over four and a half receptions. Okay. So that should print. So I put I put a whopping ten dollars on that one. You didn't say what you were drinking tonight. Oh, I didn't know. So I'm I'm trying to get through the last Pepsi, of my uh, fountain Pepsi. I actually I do have a fountain, a little bit of fountain Coke from uh, leftover in the, but I don't have it up here. I, that's downstairs. Okay. From we went to uh, Cafe Zupa for dinner tonight, so I have a little bit. No, so I have a a wild state raspberry hibiscus that I'm kind of half choking down right now. It's not it's not the worst, but it's not my favorite. Uh, and then sitting next to that, depending on how this goes, I've got a the normal wild apple, wild state. Still trying to get through that. I don't know if it was like a case or what the hell I bought. At, I think it was at Sam's or Costco. So that's fair. So it's like the extra. It's like the extra big one, right? So extra more big. Yep, extra more big. Um, but yeah, so um, Adrian versus Baker. Uh, he thinks he, he's got. Baker coming, he's got Adrian sorry, coming through with a three, three game winning streak. Uh, hard luck, bad luck, Jimmy versus uh, Dano. Uh, Injuries versus luck. Who wins? <laughs> and he thinks Jimmy's going to pull out the victory there. And then uh, himself versus Dave. Thinks Dave bounces back. Um, and, you know, he's he kind of closing. Paragraph, he talks about injuries, 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 and obviously it changes kind of things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's different now than it was a long time ago, and uh, basically whoever's playing Doug this week needs to win. So I don't like to say good luck to fuck Brett very often, but we'll get to that in a minute when we talk about our predictions. So moving Indeed. on to predictions. All right, Nate versus Maddie. Um. Yeah, so we had, again, with this being a Friday night podcast, we have the benefit of seeing Thursday night. Um, oh, I just took my mouth a little bit because Maddie and I are playing the complete, like between the two of us, we're playing the full back backfield for the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, that's just gross. Um, well, Kelsey did Kelsey things, so this game's already slanted. It is, yeah. I mean, Kelsey didn't score and still put up seventeen. Mostert is Mostert's in the like extreme smash positions of all smash positions. Um, Mixon has got a solid matchup against Seattle. Um, Kyron Williams, you know, against Arizona. They should be up. You know, they should be up. Mike Evans is. In a good matchup against Detroit, slightly uh, hurt though. Yeah, but he did practice. He did practice in full today, so yeah. he's trending in the right direction there. Tyreek is in a fantastic matchup. Devonta Smith in a okay matchup. I, I just, I think Devonta Smith is going to smash this week because uh, Sauce is going to be on our, our boy AJ Brown. Well, but here's the thing, right? They play a lot of zone. They don't play a lot of straight man. They they historically haven't had Sauce travel with anybody as a true shadow cover. So, I mean, I could see a situation where they decide to put Devonta Smith over on Sauce's side all day and just sacrifice him and let uh, 
let AJ Brown eat on the other side of the field. So, um, but yeah, I mean, Justin Herbert should have, a, even though it's Dallas's D, they lost Trayvon Diggs, um, should still have a good game. Derrick Henry's in a bad spot against the Baltimore defense. Algier against Washington is an okay spot, but he's only seen like 10 touches if he's lucky and they're all running they're all rushes no goal line touches really uh Kante Ingram's coming back from a neck thing may or may not get a full allotment of touches um Tyler Boyd was outplayed I think last week by um Trent Irwin potentially uh Curtis Hamlin has looked good Amaraz getting back in a good matchup against Tampa Bay and then Hawkins Hawkinson's in a smash spot against uh, Chicago's defense. Uh, I'd, but I'm just not seeing enough there for for Maddie. I've got Natron in a landslide on this one. I think I think we need like some kind of a neck sucks thing. Um. I'm wow. Not, I'm not sure what you just said. There. I, <laughs> I, I don't know what I just said. Wow. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna move on there. Yeah, we can move on. That's fine. <laughs> Uh, Brett versus uh, <laughs> Doug. I had a joke, but it failed. So let's just keep going. Okay, <laughs> we are yes. Um, two is in a good spot. Although Carolina's been better against the pass than they have on the run this year, but um, with that offense. Outside of you know a solid Buffalo defense, I don't know if uh, Carolina's got enough to contain them. Both of their starting safeties, I think, are hurt this week too. So that just equals bad for for Carolina all around. Barkley, I, I don't see a whole lot there. I mean, Buffalo's worse against the run than they are against the pass. But can Adam Thielen keep going, being that... the absolute magnet of points for Carolina? Uh, I think he kind of has to. I mean, they don't have a whole lot else going on in in Carolina right now. Um, Pollard's kind of in last two weeks has been down. Uh, I mean, granted, last week was against a vaunted San Francisco defense. Uh, the Chargers is is a much better spot from this week, so I expect him to rebound a little bit. Devonte, I expect them to kind of feed him a little more this week after last week, where um, you know he was. I think he was complaining a little bit about only having four catches. Uh, Lockett against a good Cincy defense. Uh, I mean, not a great spot, but it's either a Lockett game or it's a DK, you know, right? Oh, I mean, it, it, honestly, I think it's going to be a Charbonnet and, and Walker game, uh, more than likely, just with how much they run the ball. Um, how well they do it in Cincinnati has been pretty vulnerable against the run this year. Really is in a smash spot, Darren Waller, if he plays. It's just gross. I would be looking at the waiver wire if I could this week. Um, and then Mr. 173 points. I mean, McCaffrey's in a tough spot against Cleveland, but he's still McCaffrey. Uh, again, Burrow in a fairly good spot against Seattle, although they've got their their bookend corners are back now with the rookies looking solid. So could be a tougher matchup than they think. Um you know, again, ETN in a good spot. Godwin's in a great spot. CD, if it's going to happen, it, it should happen this week. I mean, they're on the road, I guess, but um, 
Puka is going to get a spot. I think this. I think this point. This might be a kind of a sneaky shootout between these two guys. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I could see both teams scoring a hundred, but Doug winning by thirty. Yeah. Um. As much as I want Brett to win, I'm. I'm on. I'm on the side with you with. Uh. With Dougie pulling this one out. So. Moving on to the matchup of the the game of the week, what they would say in some circles. Uh, you versus me. Fuck you, KT. <laughs> um, again, we have a little bit of a Thursday night here, but uh, you've got Lamar in a smash spot against Tennessee and that bad, bad, bad passing defense. I mean, you're playing half your team is, is Baltimore guys this week, right? I mean, so... Lamar's in a great spot. Gus Edwards is in kind of a bad spot. Jerome's in a bad spot. Keenan's in a great spot. DJ Moore is in a fantastic spot. Um, Olave's, eh, I mean, his quarterback's kind of getting healthier, but he's been down a little bit. He's not in the best spot this week. Um, Zay Flowers. My like lineup is TBD. Spot. Yeah. Well, Gibbs is out, so I mean, let's, I mean, I know that. Like, running backs probably set because I'm on double bye week right now. Yep, bye week hell. Yep, but I could, in theory, like Wilson or Downs probably. You could, yeah. I mean, um, Wilson's in a good spot. Like, probably like- not, but. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I think the big thing is just you got off to a decent start. Yeah, Checo and Tony. Yeah, I mean three. For the I was telling Dave that you know people were talking about how Pacheco was just in the smash spot of smash spots this week, and I you know I talked about I was telling Dave I'm like it it's a trap a little bit to me this week because divisional games are always harder fought than non divisional games because you know you play each team. You play your, your opponents twice a year, right? so you know more about them. Um, last week, Denver got, I think, two or three of their defensive starters back that they were missing early in the year. So, you know, Justin Simmons kind of made a few big plays during the you know, during the game on Thursday night. Um, so I, I knew it wasn't a smash spot for him, but to get 14 out of him without scoring a touchdown and not getting 100 yards, like, I was happy about that. Uh, to get nine points out of 20 with three catches for nine yards, like I'll take it. Um, I, I mean, that typically is a, is a zero, <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, that, that's like the Olave last week, two catches for a touchdown. Yep. Like, so what? Okay. Got it. But uh, I mean, so Addison's in, you know, in a good spot. John has been John lately, uh, Jacoby, in that revenge game, I hope they, uh, I hope they play him. Um, Demarcado, I'm still not sure if I'm going to play him or Smith and Jigba this week, um, or, or you know, depending on what happens with Chris Brooks. Uh, Did you think I, you were ever going to say that <laughs> that I was going to play Amari Demarcado uh, over DSN? No, that, that those words never expected. There was like a one millionth of a percent that I thought that would have happened. But again, right. here we are up until last week. I didn't know who the hell he was. So uh, there's that. Um, All right. But I mean, so it's Jacoby Myers in a, in a, you know, potentially a uh, uh, revenge game, you know, against new England. 
I still think they I still think they feed Devonte Adams this week, but uh, you know Josh Jacobs, New England's rush defense has been pretty good, so hopefully he'll catch a few balls. Um, and my quarterback right now is Geno, but I'm undecided. I still might throw Goff or something in there at the end, like I did last minute last week. Um, Gene, I just. Uh, not loving at Cincinnati. The weather's not supposed to be maybe the best, as well as there there are a decent amount of weather games this week. Yep, and so uh, I might just go golf down in Tampa and hope that you know his shitty road performances um, are a thing of the past. But um, especially against a Tampa Bay defense that historically you've been able to pass the ball against versus run the ball, but. So my lineup again is a little TBD, but uh, um, you know the one thing that I think I've got going for me is even though it's a smash spot for Baltimore against Tennessee for that passing offense, and you have like three quarters of it, um, it is in London, and those London games have kind of been similar to like a Thursday night game where you never quite know what you're going to get out of those. So yeah, I can only hope it's like a thirteen to ten, you know, slugfest. Um, I think that would give me a shot, but uh, I still don't see it happening. I'm going to pick you to win. I'll pick me to win, too. Because fuck you. <laughs> I was hoping that this was going to be the, uh, you know, I pick you, you pick me, and it ends up being the... Uh... No, but <laughs> you you did get off to a decent start, so there's that. Yeah. But, yeah. All my guys laid down last week, so they're going to lay, they're going to step to step up to the plate. Um all right. On a two game win streak, Adrian. Versus Baker. And uh I will say it was a, a pretty good start to the week for, for Adrian, right? Thirteen points out of Sutton, who I think only had one last week, right? Yeah, he only had a one pointer last week and yeah. it was saved by a late that did you I don't know if you saw that catch at all, but that touchdown catch by Carlton Sutton was ridiculous. Yeah, like, that that was crazy. Um, Mahomes only getting 16 points in a in an ugly 19 to eight win. Um, so definitely a good start for for Adrian there. Um, I mean Josh Allen, it, uh, they don't run the ball a ton uh, <laughs> in Buffalo, so I think they're going to put up you know 50 points against the Giants' pathetic team potentially. Uh, it's all true, like Adrian. I, I'm I'm hoping that this maybe isn't his final lineup. Maybe it is, um, but I mean Chuba getting all the touches now with Miles Sanders out. He kind of lucked into that. Kenneth Walker in a good matchup. DeAndre Hopkins is in a tougher spot, but has been playing well the last couple of weeks. Um, again, we talked about Cortland Sutton, Marquise Brown's in a decent spot. KJ Osborne, you know, going to take over the quote-unquote Justin Jefferson role. Uh, Komet's in a good spot. Um, Adrian did possibly luck into a Deontay Foreman as well, too. So, uh, I mean, I could see possibly playing Deontay Foreman here. I'm not sure who he would necessarily bench, I guess. But, uh, um, yeah, you know, Baker, I think David Montgomery is going to have a little tougher sledding. But, I mean, he catches the ball out of the backfield as well, too. Jonathan Taylor, uh Maybe get a few, see a few more touches by Jacksonville's rush defense has been pretty solid. Same thing for Damian Pierce going against New Orleans this week. Nice trade for Baker to pick up Damian Pierce, but uh, mm-hmm. 
um, Terry McLaurin, you know, Atlanta's shut down the opposing team's uh, pass number one, you know, number one pass uh, targets. I don't understand the the RT math here. What do you mean? It's eighty percent Adrian. Oh, I'm hundred percent behind that. I'm picking Adrian to win. Uh, I think Baker's going to win. I think that Adrian's going to win. Put it on the board. Put it on the board. There we go. There we go. There's our there's our soda pop bet for the week. Unless we get crazy and throw a second one out by the end of this podcast, and I decide to take you up on the whatever your line was for the Chris Brooks, Tony Brooks, James Jones Jr. rushing line. Wow. In uh, wow. We'll double down on this one. So I think Baker is going to be smiling at the end of this week. So, all right, there's a soda pop bet for the week. I'm taking Adrian. You're taking Baker. All right. Moving Jimmy, on. Jimmy and Dano. Yeah. All right, this, I, I threw up on my mouth a little bit. I mean. Yeah, I want this played inside of a fucking vacuum. I don't um, want this getting out. This is gross. <laughs> I mean, Judy getting three points only to be outdone by Russell Wilson only getting nine. I I I, I, I would like to know Daniel's thought process on, pl- I mean, playing Russell Wilson against a pretty solid Kansas City defense versus on the road versus Kirk Cousins on the road, yes, but playing against a terrible Chicago defense. I know he lost Justin Jefferson. I just feel like that's a bit of an overreaction. Um Especially since they still throw the ball at like a sixty plus percent clip, and um, Madison has shown that he has kind of been pretty bad this year thus far. So, I mean, he's I guess he just hasn't been terrible, terrible. But um, it, you know, in two good matchups, he's rushed for almost a hundred yards, and but in non-ideal matchups, he's only rushed for twenty-eight, twenty-six, and thirty-four. So. Maybe we can see a resurgence of uh, Madison this week. Um, I don't. I could go through each of these individual positions, but I'm just going to say that uh, the Jimmy's going to win this week. Yeah, I'll take Jimmy as well. Um, I think, I think Devo's prime for a big week. It's going to be one of those like double like. Cleveland's tough. Run and and uh, air, but yep. Debo's both run and air. Yep. So I think I think he might be the uh, the sneaky factor between both because like I we have like a Uke ranked pretty high. We have McCaffrey ranked pretty high, but what happens if? It's not either of those. Right. Yep. So, I don't um, know. Eckler also probably against Dallas is not like 100% phased in. Yeah. I mean, first week back, I mean, if he, he said he was like 99% sure he's going to play. So, that tells me he's not necessarily feeling truly 100% yet. Mm-hmm. So, that's true. Uh, Mondre's been just hot garbage. Rashad White's playing against a, you know, a, a stout. Uh, Detroit defense. Bijan's in a good spot against Washington. Uh, Michael Thomas mm-hmm. in a 
in a tough spot against Houston's been pretty good against the past. They've been pretty bad against the run, which actually bodes well for yep. Jimmy and Kamara. Uh, Pittman is in an okay spot against Jacksonville. Ertz is an actually a pretty in a decent <laughs> spot against the Rams, but uh, only getting nine points from Russell Wilson Hurts. I can see Jalen Hurts putting up you know a twenty nine spot this week uh, against the Jets. Kamara having a good spot. I talked about Madison against bad defense. This has been good, and Chicago is a bad defense. Uh, James Cook could get the run going this week. He's had a bad week against Jacksonville's good run defense last week, but uh, the Giants are not that. You know, again, we, I talked about AJ Brown. You know, you talked about Sauce Gardner being on him, but um, they do just play a lot of zone kind of zone coverage there Mm -hmm. and so i could see them sacrificing one um not aj brown but the other dude i'm totally blanking right now so uh devonta smith Mm -hmm. don't know why that wouldn't come to my brain but uh so even with a bad start from jerry judy it was a worse start in my opinion from russell wilson like i said so uh i've got I, i have jimmy winning but uh not maybe as high scoring as, as he was last week. So, and then moving on, unless you have anything else to say about that matchup, nope, nope. Uh, I want to, I want to take, I want to take Jimmy as well with you. Okay, okay. Uh, and then our final matchup of the week, uh, Robbie versus Dave. Uh, you know, I'm Rob. going to take Robbie again. Oh, wow. We're going to get into it with Robbie, huh? Um, You know, Javante coming out, only getting seven. Rashi Rice only getting eight. Ayuk's in a kind of a tougher spot. Drake London's in an okay spot. Laporta. I regret my call already. uh, Laporta kind of nicked (laughs) up a little bit with with Tampa Bay. Uh, Brees Hall's in in a tougher spot against Philly this week. You know, Jefferson's in a smash spot. But Fields is... I'm sorry, um, Stafford's in kind of a sneaky smash spot as well against Arizona. Uh, I mean, Justice Hill against Tennessee is not ideal, but Swift against the Jets, you know, Stefan Diggs against the Giants, Cooper Cup against Arizona, Christian Kirk against a bad Indy. Um, yeah, you know, not, it's not good, Bob. Uh, I, I have, I have Dave pretty comfortable in this one myself. So, yeah, I take back what I said. <laughs> And uh, uh, what the hell's the line? The line is well, we don't have we don't have the lines anymore. That's the problem, uh, right? Yeah. That's the, that actually that was, I was just thinking in my head like that's the one thing that I miss about uh, doing this on uh, a post Wednesday edition is we can't talk about how the math isn't mathing right with uh, the you know the lines versus what the, the little true. blue with the little blue. Uh, you know, blue, blue progress lines show. Uh, we we don't get the math is mathing, but uh, uh, it does. You know, the little blue lines have uh, have Dave at uh, almost eighty percent favorite this week. So I think Cup might score fifty percent of of Robbie's score, but you have Robbie winning. So no, I changed it. <laughs> oh, you changed. Okay, yes. so we're both on. We're both on Dave. So I don't think you can be on Robbie. Like no, like I'm not saying you. I'm saying anyone. Right. I think even Robbie's picking Dave to win. Oh, didn't he? Let's look. 
the power of the going back to what Robert it's said. It's just ugly, man. I like yeah. what's what's like you have get there. Come on now. Two? No, no, I was counting. Like like two players better on Robbie's team? Yeah, I mean you can make an argument that you know Fields will be better than Stafford. Um Javante uh, is and then and then well hurt. I mean Laporta or Ingram, but I feel like that could be closer. Laporta's a top three fucking tight end right now. He is, but so uh, that checks that box. Yeah, but I mean Ingram's basically put up you know a solid eight, nine, ten points every week except for last week where Laporta's been. 7, 9, 19, 7, 18, right? So, I mean, it's not out of the realm of possibility that they both score 9 or 10 points this week is what I'm saying. Yeah. I just think Laporta's got the higher ceiling, right? So he could he could put up 20 versus Ingram. I don't, I don't, just don't see the ceiling play there, right? So um, that's why you lean Laporta over Ingram just because of that ceiling. But, um, I mean, the, really the only, the only big potential big play is Fields over Stafford. But, again, I think Stafford's in a – a pretty solid spot this week, so. Yep, that's yeah. true. Yeah. All right, that kind of wraps up uh, the the projections for this week. So, well, any any last words for uh, for the listening I, audience this week? I do apologize for being a couple days late. Life yeah. happens. Life happens. And uh, there's only one solid constant that that continues to burn my fire when family and other things are involved where, you know, Nellie's running 106 fever or whatever. And do you want to know what that one constant is, KT? What is that one constant? Fuck Brett. Fuck Brett.